he made a stance and he gave up his career for it. The NFL turns to Jay-Z and says, hey, you want a microphone? <laughs> we want him to take the microphone. Like, yeah, take the microphone. You're a lot better than Kaepernick, too. That's the part stuff. of it. Like, we don't watch it. We'd rather have him than Kaepernick. But yes, that makes sense. Well, I, mean, I get it. Either way, yeah. Like, he, they're, they're giving him the platform. I agree. You know, like, and so that's not like, again, that's why you go back to, that's why you have to start with, though, that the movement doesn't belong to one person. Right. The movement belongs to the people. If you believe we can change the narrative, if you believe we can change our communities, if you believe we can change the outcomes, then we can change the world. I'm Rob Richardson. Welcome to Disruption Now. Welcome to Disruption Now. I'm your host and moderator, Rob Richardson. I'm James Keyes. I'm Tunde Wamana. The great Jay-Z debate. So I'm sure you followed this news that Jay-Z has come out with a partnership with the NFL and the reactions, the reactions were swift. It's pretty much one of two camps. And it seems like most people are not anywhere in the middle or in between. One is Jay-Z did this and he kneecapped Kaepernick and he's a complete sellout. He doesn't believe in black people anymore. He's not black anymore. He's a sellout. That's not my words. That's pretty much the words of Twitter. The other side, they had a lot of people who were defending Jay-Z who said he has some high-minded reason for doing this. He's going to bring the NFL to a new level of consciousness and they're going to fight for social justice. Suddenly, the world's going to expand and they're going to change their perspective because Jay-Z is there. Now, I don't agree with either one of these perspectives. You know, one, Jay-Z is not a sellout. Clearly, he's not. He's done a lot uh, to advance criminal justice. He's done a lot for black people. He's not a sellout. I think we have to, from my point of view, just really just throw out that 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 term for this use and and it's overused quite a bit by the way uh but he's not a sellout uh but i do think he is a capitalist and i do think he saw an opportunity he saw a climate and he said well look there are some things we can do and are we gonna these are his words and actually i'll just play a little bit of his words it's this isn't twitter you can't just throw someone out if they make a mistake you know this is the real world you can't say oh you made a mistake you're canceled I'm never speaking to you ever again. That doesn't accomplish anything, you know? So that's what I believe. I believe real change is, is had through conversation and real conversation and real work, you know, wanting to do things. And what better way to do it than where the conversation first took place? Everyone can talk. Ask them what have they done? It's 365 days last year. I can tell you exactly what I've done last year. I can tell you everything that I've been done in that change. I can tell you the amount of people I saved from going to jail. I can tell you the amount of, I can tell you that I got this person out of jail. I can tell you that I've done this, 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 and that. I fed this many people. I can tell you exactly what I've done with my 365 days. So it, what he says is, look, you know, are we going to protest forever? What's the next step? Uh, which I respect that. Uh, but I don't think it has anything to do with social justice. The partnership was between the NFL and Jay-Z around social justice. Uh, I think it's fine to say that it is, but at the end of the day, I think it was a business move, and it's probably a very prudent business move by Jay-Z to have a partnership with the NFL. And by the way, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you, you don't go from coming from the projects to being a billionaire in one generation without being a shrewd businessman. So he clearly understands business, and that's all I think this is. I don't know. Am I wrong on this? What do you guys think? 
Well, I would challenge your initial take that he's not a sellout because of what he's done in the past. Okay. Now, I'm not, I don't think he's a sellout, but somebody like the act of selling out can occur at any point. Like he could have not been a sellout and decided to sell out to the NFL. Let's say he's going to, somebody's going to sell him 50% of a team. You know, he, that might be, he might sell out his beliefs in order to, to do that. Like, so, but I, I, I wholly, you know, don't endorse the idea that he's a sellout. In fact, I, I don't like that a lot of times when people don't agree with somebody, what somebody's doing, they, their first place they'll go is to call them a sellout. And it's like, well, you know, he, he, I don't think that the, the basis here, you can go straight to sellout. Like you don't know what he's actually going to do. Like if you look back in two years and all he did was cast checks, then you could be like, yeah, he probably just sold out Kaepernick or, you know, sold out the movement or whatever. But if he does do things from the inside to try to make things better, then you sitting here now before he even gets started and calling him a sellout is, is uninformed. It's bitter, you know, but I think where you have to start with this though, is the concept that the movement isn't owned by one person. You know, Kaepernick has a revered place in the movement right. because the courage and the sacrifice that he made the day he started kneeling, I told some friends of mine, like, yo, he just gave up his NFL career. Yep. The day he did that, because it's like, look, that's, that's what, and I think he knew that. I think he knew he was putting all that on the line. And so he is a martyr in that sense, but that doesn't mean that the movement centers around him. So what you're saying is this was kind of an argument in HNIC argument where people have to say, I'm the one who's in charge here, not somebody else. Everything goes through me. Everything goes through me. So the Kaepernick did this. Kaepernick was like, no, you didn't talk to me before you did this. So then, Insinuating yeah, it's, not, it's not his movement. He, he has a revered place. You know, right. he, he's, a, he's a honored figure, but it's not his, you know, like everything that he says, we don't have to endorse. You know, he was out there saying he didn't vote. He didn't vote. You know, yeah. I rejected that. But I, I that doesn't that mean that I, I, I don't, don't look at his contributions as being honorable and being something that, that is that we should definitely, you know, hold in high regard. But at the same time, it's not his movement. So right. if Jay-Z and Jay-Z's point, I think, is valid. Like, look. You can protest. That's one way to go about it. You can also make change from the inside. If you can get into the billionaire club and you can try to make it so that the, the, um, the NFL is more responsive on these types of things, then, Hey, that, that's a good way to make change too. You know right. what? A lot of rich guys make change that way. They make, they write checks, they influence, you know, policy, things like that. They don't do you know, the rich guys that make change. You know, Jay-Z's right. a rich guy, rich sure. guys that make change. Don't do that by taking to the streets. No. So he's using what's available to him. If he, to he make change. He, he's not going to be on the picket line. He's going to write checks. That's, what that's, that's not yeah. what he's doing. But again, in two years, if you look, he didn't do any of that stuff, then you can judge him, you know, then judge him then. But right now you, you can't judge it. I mean, he, right now he just got an in, he's going to be controlling a lot of controlling, not he's not getting paid, right. They're not writing him a check to show up and perform and then tell him to get out the back door. Like he's going to be controlling a lot of their entertainment. And so if he can make, if he can make statements with that, if he can do so in a way that can't be co-opted, one of the things that was crazy, and we, I'm sure we'll touch on Stephen Ross here shortly with his fundraiser for Trump and the, the people were talking about how that was hypocrisy. But one thing that was crazy, Stephen Ross said was that I was for, I was all with the protests and stuff until president Trump made it about uh, the, the military. And I was like, whoa, 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 how could, how could president Trump just decide that this is about the military when the people who are doing it are saying it's not about the military and they're saying it's about social justice. And so that is an example though, of a narrative being co-opted. And so if Jay-Z is saying, Hey, I'm trying to do this in a way where the narrative can't get co-opted. That makes a lot of sense to me. People people are so woke. uh, I think it was Charlamagne, the God that said this, that they're not getting any sleep, but they're making stupid statements. Like, look, you can't like 
come out and just automatically say somebody is a sellout by one move. I think it's okay to criticize it. And some, and, and some people did, did not call him a sellout and just criticize how it was done. But, you know, Twitter. You can say that. You, you can say I wouldn't have done it. But for you to judge it at this point, at the right. very beginning, it, it reveals your own either bias or short sightedness, you know, like because we don't know. You know, we don't know. If he delivers, then it was a great move. And if he doesn't, if he doesn't even try to deliver, then hey, you know, like he probably did sell us a bill of goods. Yeah. What would delivering look like? But that's this, I don't know, that's too, Dale. So. Yeah, that's, um, that's what I, 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 I've, you know, read, read some articles and paid enough attention to it to be able to speak on it. But I'm not sure what, I think Jimmy's right. Like, we probably got to look down the road two or three years and look back and say, okay, what, what did this partnership do? What did it accomplish? Um, I, I take the side of not criticizing Jay-Z for this. Um, I have a lot of respect for him. Like you guys alluded to, a guy that over 25 years went from the projects in Brooklyn to become a billionaire. Um, and I think that is, you know, for everybody in America, no matter what your background is or your politics, I think that's what we all believe the American dream is, right? That you can come from anywhere in this country and become successful to, right. to degree. And he became successful to a big degree. Absolutely. Uh, I, think, I think, though, that it's an interesting, another interesting look for where we are as a country in the bigger picture of, it, it's also, it, and we alluded to this in one of our offline discussions that this is uh, 2019. It's the 400th anniversary since Jamestown, since the first Africans came as slaves from, uh, you know, to the new world type of thing, or at least to the America, American continent. And um, I just feel like this is the first time in American history where black people have been able to have this conversation. It's actually fascinating where we have enough people like Jay-Z. I mean, there's actually enough black billionaires, hundred millionaires, deca millionaires, and kind of regular millionaires um, that can have these conversations about, you know, having a real partnership with the NFL and potentially even becoming an NFL owner, which is something just right. 15, 20 years ago. Well, you know, black people in terms of black wealthy people were still being shut out from those kind right. of circles. So, to me, it's more of a fascinating thing that shows that black people as a, as a group in our country have evolved to the point where we have all these different and competing interests, sure. potentially. And there could be a competing interest. I mean, focus on that for a minute, because if you can. Yeah. So well, let me finish this, this point, because I was just going to say we have all that going on, which is what other groups have. However, sure. we all still share the fact that we have the black experience in America. So it's just an interesting dynamic of where we're going, because I think. There was a show we did months ago where I remember we were kind of joking around. I think we were talking about athletes or something like that. And we were saying how, like, society doesn't put a pressure on a poor white guy who comes from, you know, the, you know, the, the quote-unquote trailer park, you know, if you can say that's the stereotype, and who makes it in sports or entertainment. And no one, like, the, the society isn't pressuring him to go give back to the trailer park. Now, if he wants to and do the right thing and help out those that are, you know, that are less fortunate, they, people praise him. And if he chooses not to, people usually just don't say anything. But it's, it's like, as black people, we've had this pressure because of just the circumstances in country that if one of us makes it, there's like this responsibility. Well, and I, 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 you're talking about the one hero, the one man hero complex. I want to talk, I want to talk about that, but I, but I want to just come back to this for one second. You look at this, you know, NFL, I can uh, confidently pretty question their, question their motives. Uh, you know, if you're not going to question Jay-Z motives, you can you can at least question it. And 
uh, you can question the NFLs that they came out with this partnership at the three-year anniversary of Colin Kaepernick taking the knee. Uh, and so you can see the other side of this is like, Perhaps the 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 capitalist being used as a way to okay, can the NFL now move on from talking about this or having any focus on this and let's figure out a way just to you know Jay Z could possibly be I mean there's an argument like two things could be true at once Jay Z cannot be a sellout and I don't think he is but he could still see a moment for an opportunity of taking it and it, it, it might not all be altruistic which is how capitalism works and that, yeah and, I mean that's kind of what I'm saying is right. that we're we're at, we're at a point. You're saying he could be used as a shield, basically, for against charges that they're not doing anything. Yes. Well, you asked, though, previously, you know, or Natunde alluded to this also, what would success look like? Well, what was the point of the protest? The point of the protest was to bring attention to injustice, to shine light on injustice. So if these performances and these, these, the things that he does from an entertainment standpoint are able to accomplish that, then that would be a success. That's what success looks like is that instead of bringing a protest on the field, you bring it onto the commercials and, or excuse me, onto the field during the anthem, you bring it before every game or you bring it during the commercials in the game where you're seeing, you're bringing attention to these things in a way that can't be co-opted or that it's, it's much more difficult to co-op. And so that if, if that happens, then it's a great move, even if he is being used as a shield. And in fact, he's using the NFL at the same time, if True. that happens. Now, again, I, I'm holding open judgment. I'm, all I'm saying is that until we see what he does, we can't really evaluate what his emotive, his, intentions, his emotive intentions are. Like if he comes out and delivers and people are talking about injustice because, oh, this person performed and then they highlighted this story or something like that. then that's like, wow, that's that has that's not happening right now. Right now, sure. the story, anytime somebody takes a knee is just about taking a knee. Yeah. It's not about the it's injustice. about taking a and knee so that's and being against this country and, and being, against the military. Being that's totally made up. So but yes, if he can the move the, the movement in a direction where you get more substance being talking about what we're actually protesting. That's a great that's point. A good so thing. perhaps he's challenging the narrative. Like. That's, that's a really great way of looking at it. I never thought about it that type. That another thing I'll add to that um, uh, is I, I just think that if we look at the kind of the arc of time, right, this the last few years or however you want to call it, progress is being made in a lot of ways. And, look every day at every little thing and every little video on, 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 on Facebook and all that, you, you feel like, you know, progress may not be made, but I, but I look at it at the big picture, whether one agrees with Kaepernick or not, it was a big statement that Nike decided to use them as his, their main kind of spokesman a year or two ago. Right. What it showed me as a guy that understands kind of capital markets and all that is that Nike is a massive company. One of the biggest companies in the world, they are going to, when they make a move like that, they're thinking about their bottom line yeah. and they made a decision to say, this is probably better for us than not. And they appear and to be right. I, I look at <laughs> Boy, the, that could be a short term and a long term mindset too. No, but that's, I'm just saying that they obviously as a big company didn't have to do that. And they did it. And yeah. my point is that like they were already set in the marketplace for most of us that know who Nike is. Right. Um, they didn't have to prove a point. And, and I look at the NFL the same way. I mean, people are going to go watch football games regardless the NFL did not have to go and, and seek out or court someone like Jay-Z. See, I disagree and, with that, but go ahead. I'll, I'll, and, I'll let you finish. And, and, no, but my, my point is just that maybe 10 years ago, they wouldn't right. have done that. They might've looked at another black celebrity, but Jay-Z is an interesting guy to look at too. So what I'm saying is if you look at it really from that kind of longer arc, the progress is being made because people are getting into doors through some of this activity 
that before they weren't being invited in. Well, I, I would. So I, I want to challenge that. Like a lot of us have been in the door even during segregation. Ray Charles was in the door, but <laughs> the rest of us weren't. So I, I, I challenge the idea Ray that Ray Charles wasn't a legitimate billionaire. Yeah, but I, I, but you're missing the point. Like, well, no, but I guess the proper thing there would have been Ray Charles wasn't on the inside of the ownership aspect of right. it. Like so. Ray Charles, that's why I distinguished earlier. Ray Charles, Jay-Z was just getting a, a check to perform and then, you know, go out and right. you're done. That's different than saying, okay, we're making, putting you in charge of something. Yeah, you're right. going to head this. Right. Like, that is a little, that, that is different than right. just right. being the talent. But, but I want to challenge, so, I I challenge both the yeah, Nike, so I want to challenge the Nike point and I want to challenge the NFL point. Well, let me finish my Nike point real quick. Uh, very I, quickly, go. I thought you were done with that. Without even knowing what your challenge is. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Finish the challenge then, go. Think about Snark. Starkey, yeah. Now, remember the guys that did this, uh, the fist. I like the, the Starkey. That's good. Now, remember the 1968 Olympics? The guy that yes. did it, I think it was yes. John Carlos. I remember. I'm pretty sure back then, whatever, if Nike was or the equivalent of Nike back in 1968, I'm pretty sure a large corporation in the United States wouldn't have made that guy their spokesman. It wouldn't have been profitable. That, it, that's my point. But the that's demographics, that, but, 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 it's, but it's not this motive because things are, because they become more pure. It's the demographics are such. I'm not saying it's for pure. Right, right. I, so I want to make it clear that this that. is, and this is why I even challenge, you can, the HNIC argument with Kaepernick challenging Jay-Z. My argument against him is that, look, two things. One, you settle with the NFL. I mean, if you want to take that to an extreme, people could say, maybe you sold out because you settled with the NFL. And then second, you're with a multinational corporation that, you know, Nike, I like Nikes, but they're not, they, they have a lot of problems with, with things that they do all across this country and this world. And they're not perfect either. So it's not like they're, it's not like he has, it's not like no one, no one is perfect here. And, you know, Nike has an agenda. Their agenda is pretty simple. They know that Kaepernick and, and people that follow, that are following Kaepernick can help make them a lot of money. And guess what? The stock has been proving that out. The NFL, the, the NFL, hold on, I'm going to tell you, the NFL, the NFL side is really simple. They did want to get past this. I mean, I think they were, and it didn't work for them. We're still talking about Kaepernick taking a knee. I mean, it didn't, but I mean, I think they wanted to get past this and say, let's figure out how we get past this. And Jay-Z has a lot of credibility here, there. If Jay-Z, if Jay-Z didn't have all the credibility with the black community and wasn't there, he wouldn't be there. That's the, it's the, the reason he's doing the deal is because he has credibility with the black community. And they were hoping to be able to move past this after they settled this with Kaepernick. Like, I don't even know what the terms of the deal were with Kaepernick. I'm like, is, is, they, weren't, they, they weren't confirmed in public, but it yeah. supposedly is, is at least though it was, um, you know, what it, it was eight figures, you know, yeah. supposedly. But the point is like, um, it didn't talk about clearly it didn't say he's going to be able to talk about whatever he wanted to. Cause he's still challenging them, which I like. But the point is like, when you look at this, uh, the NFL was doing this to move past this. Otherwise, they probably wouldn't have chose on the. They 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 were very intentional. I mean, but Tunde's point was that. But Tunde's point was that they didn't really have to do that. Like their they were their ratings were up last year. Yeah, so, like what, so they didn't have a definite interest in having to get you know whatever segment that was turned off by the way Kaepernick was. I disagree with that. They were going, they were looking for the long term because they're having competition with soccer and everything else. They want to make sure they're keeping the game. I I, I wouldn't, but the urgency wasn't for now though, is is what I'm saying. Like why do this now? Um, And, and I I want to just, I I want to make sure I don't know. I I don't want to miss this piece though, because the, this also got announced the same week that Steven Ross took, who was the owner of the Miami Dolphins, also owner of Equinox 
and he did fundraiser for for Donald Trump. And people work. He's the owner of, of the Miami Dolphins and owner of uh, Equinox and a few other brands. And brand, and actually, he, he does things. Uh, he, I think he started a, for a, a Rise Foundation that is about combating prejudice and and, and things like that. And so. This is a guy who, and he's, he's throwing a fundraiser for Donald Trump, and people are crit- criticizing for him. And, and in fact, from the context of the NFL, they're saying that this is um, this isn't sticking to sports. This is not, you know, that you you kick Kaepernick out the league, but then you do a, a fundraiser. And I thought that was a false equivalency, though, because nobody is telling Kaepernick or any NFL player who they can and cannot donate money to politically. The issue with Kaepernick was bringing the protests onto the football field. And Ross isn't bringing Donald Trump onto a football field. So I say that, though, I make that point of distinct distinction not to defend Stephen Ross, but just to say that Jay-Z coming into the boardroom right now and taking this piece over and, and basically giving the microphone of the NFL and saying, all right, you control this piece is akin to that. It, it's us us being black folks trying to make changes from the inside. Yeah. The reason why we look back at our past and we're always trying to make things from the outside is because we weren't allowed inside. No, I you agree. can make yep. things happen from the inside. And actually you can make things happen a lot of times faster from the inside. Yeah. So Jay Z is complicated to, to see the inside. You yeah, know, well, at the, at the time, you, you don't know. Like I said, he has the whole... No, no, that's, that's, that's actually very fair. You know, when you, when you talk about it, I'll get to you real quick, Tunde. Uh, but it's, it's, it's something like, I, when I ran for office, I, I saw this play out. So I was chairman of the board of the University of Cincinnati. And right before my appointment to chair, uh, one of the officers at, at the University of Cincinnati shot and killed in, in cold blood um, an African-American man, Samuel DeBose. I remember the day. I, I remember it very well. Um, you know, I got there and, and me immediately went to put, put pressure on the president of the university. We fired the, uh, the police chief, the assistant police chief, reformed the whole system. And I pushed hard and we made a lot of reform from the inside. But I, I remember distinctly when I ran for mayor, I got criticized. Like everyone's like, well, you let that black man die when you were there. Like I was the, like I was, like, <laughs> like I was in charge. Like you were standing right there. Right, like I was standing right there. <laughs> and what I explained to folks is, let me tell you, if you're in a position of leadership, you're going to have some conflict with race. You're going to have an issue like this. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. But I can tell you what I did in response. I fired the police chief, the assistant police chief, reformed the whole system, and, and made sure that, that at least while under my watch and, and a long time going forward, this would never happen again. But I think p- people wanted me to get on top of the stand, you know, get on top of the table as chairman of the board, put on a black glove and put my fist in the air. And that's the yeah, only way I can prove that's the only way I can prove that I was actually making a change. So I, I really do get the change but from the, the inside outside. That's the interesting piece about it, though, because like it, people taking to the streets and protesting is so that the people in power will do the things that you did but you didn't need people to, to protest for you to do to want to do that you were wanting right. to do that stuff already because and you were already in the position of power so that's but there's like, so much but, but but to people's defense there's so much distrust because a lot of pe- a, a lot of folks including black folks when they get to these positions there should be there yeah, should be right, distrust. Right. They, it, it totally that's becomes good. exactly hey rob rob we're not saying jay-z is right we're saying let's let let's see what he <laughs> does you know let, let, no, let's, that's fair. like we're saying this Judge it simply based on what's happening, like him getting a seat at the table. Let's see what he does with the seat before we decide whether or not he's before, he's, he's before selling we the judge jury executioner on Twitter and exactly. social media. You're like, like, yeah, like we did, like we know what? all the facts. We should want somebody on the inside. You know, like why, why wouldn't we want somebody on the inside control having a, a given a microphone? Kaepernick 
he wasn't given a microphone by the NFL. He took it yeah. and he made a stance and he gave up his career for it. The NFL turns to Jay-Z and says, hey, you want a microphone? <laughs> we want him to take the microphone. Like, yeah, take the microphone. You're a lot better than Kaepernick, too. That's a part stuff. of it. Like, we don't watch it. We'd rather have him than Kaepernick. But yes, that makes sense. Well, I, mean, I get it. Either way, yeah. Like, he, they're, they're giving him the platform. I agree. You know, like, and so that's not like, again, that's why you go back to, that's why you have to start with, though, that the movement doesn't belong to one person. Right. The movement belongs to the people. And again, Kaepernick for what he did for his sacrifice, for his courage should be honored and revered, but he shouldn't be in control. I, yeah. Like it's not his movement. It, it's, we're there's not, we're no not HNIC. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's no one man savior. And, and now Tunde, you talked about. Yo, and, and I, let me just, and I say this as a person who doesn't watch football, you know, since he got, you know, kicked out. Like I was very offended by that. I vote with my, 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 do, my dollars, you know, like, so I'm like, I'm not there, you know, like now that's not forever. You know, yeah. but I haven't to date. You know, I haven't had and the, half I of these folks probably still watch football while they're being outraged. Go ahead. <laughs> so I'm with Kaepernick, but don't get it twisted in terms of this is for the people. This isn't for one person. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Tune day. Yeah. You know, yeah, I wanted to get back on the one point about kind of the altruism because um, I don't think Jay Z's doing it because he's such a great guy altruistically, and I don't think Nike did the thing with Kaepernick as I alluded to because they're trying to do the right thing. Cause I don't really know what the right thing is. It's really based on whatever angle you're sitting and looking at. Um, my, my point is, is that the reason why I bring up the guy, John Carlos, for, you know, the 1968 guy is because back then, no, no major corporation would have, would have given him a sponsorship and all that because in 1968, there was no wealth in black and round communities, both domestically here and internationally. Right. And that's what I'm saying. If we look at the long arc, these companies are making these decisions. The NFL is making the decisions because they also now recognize that over the last four to five decades, the purchasing power of black and brown communities has grown exponentially. And we're actually competing now for the attention of these big corporations. So I think that's something that we don't recognize in ourselves as a group. That's a positive that's that's occurred that we can leverage a bit more. And that's why I find Jay-Z being the pick as a guy who's never been kind of mainstream um, is very interesting. I mean, they could have picked someone like Morgan Freeman or Denzel Washington, right? It's because you're talking about entertainment here. It's not just music. It's, it's sports, entertainment, all that. So you could have picked a more Hollywood figure that everyone kind of likes and all that. They decided to put pick a rapper from the ghetto, from Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, but but, but you can't underestimate the power of him in combination with with Beyonce. That's no, I he's more it. powerful I, than all those I, I get all that, people what I'm you just mentioned. Is, these are people who represent African American culture. Yeah, these are people. Well, and I would say more. You know more I mean? recently, Tunde, more recently to your point, like this is a guy who's saying last year, like, yeah, they, they need me more than I need them. Yep. I don't want to do the Super Bowl. So like it wasn't somebody who was over there, you know, trying to to to, to suck up to the NFL, you know, to any stretch. Maybe, that, maybe or or maybe that was a play to figure out because he was negotiating as he went along. I mean, we don't know, but. But either way, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's there. He's true. It's, an, it's another guy with a foot in the door, like we were talking about. And I, I almost look at the same way with politics, right? I've, I've kind of felt this way for, for some years. If, 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 if black and brown people are not happy with necessarily what's happening, let's say, with the Republican Party, then why wouldn't you want to force the Republican Party to compete for your votes? Because if they had to compete for 30 to 40% of their votes coming from minorities, maybe some of the policies would be different. 
And well, so, and that's a whole different yeah, story. That's a whole I'm different just, story. I'm we got to get some sanity. No, we got to no, get I'm some just, sanity. I'm party. just making the point, but it's a similar thing about for those. I'm not saying you guys on the right now here. I'm saying for those that want to criticize someone like Jay Z for this opportunity, it goes back to what you guys were saying earlier. It's better to be in the room than not in the room. And maybe to my point earlier, this is the first time in 400 years, just this last couple decades, that we've been allowed to actually or, or grown to a place where we can be in these rooms legitimately. Right. And not be a token like the like the guys in the civil rights movement, but actually be there to do something. And it's an interesting moment. So I think tokenism know. is alive and well, though. So which is which is which is what people fear. And I don't, I'm not saying this is what this is, but I, I do. I feel it. I hear it. I've heard it. That's what people are concerned about. But I'll, I'll say this as we well, close. That's what we should be looking for. Yeah, I mean, exactly. that's, that's what we're judging. Like, yeah. yo, so yeah, that's, is he that's a token or not? Yeah. But you can't tell right now. You're like, you know, that's, that's ridiculous. No, that is. But I'll say this as the, final, as the final word on this. You know, we also have to get over, we've talked about it, but I want to uh, hit, a, hit a final point on it. The one man savior thing, we got to leave too. Like we, we, yeah. can't, we can't expect everybody to be a saint. And, and if, if this one black, if he does do this, this doesn't mean that every black person that obtains power is selling you out because that's what, that's, that is the narrative that I hear a lot. Any, any person of color that has any power, influence or position must have sold out. Like that ain't true. If we got, if we got to, we got to disrupt and throw that narrative all the way in the ocean where you're at today. Well, I thought I thought that Kanye got the Oval Office visit that he was a leader, man. I mean, I, oh, I didn't. Watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, look. He was Superman. Con- Kanye is a genius. He's just, you know. Hey, look, uh, mental health is real, and everybody should take a little medication. Nothing wrong with that. I don't say that jokingly. I say that for real, because because Kanye, the Kanye, Kanye's, Kanye's brought some truth. And then Kanye's been Kanye. You know, I don't, I don't know what else to say about that. So I mean, well, there, there is, um, you know, Kanye. The reason why his music was always so powerful is because his brain doesn't operate in the same wavelength as everybody else's. That's exactly. genius. I agree. So you know, if he says things that that you know, like normal people don't think, there you go. I mean, that's what you get with genius. Sometimes you know, it comes out and it's amazing. Sometimes it comes out and you're like, what in the world is that? Yeah. So that's fine. Yeah, I mean, that, let's, that's fine. Be, I'm making the joke. Why y'all riding on Kanye, man? Let, let him. <laughs> He, no. Kanye gave you George Bush doesn't care about black people. Right. He, he can still go, go back to that. The, the, the funny, the reason I make the joke is now Republicans are claiming him. They love him now, but go ahead. <laughs> He's the best thing. On the rare time I looked at my social media, it must have been kind of soon after he did that visit. And it's funny, I, I just, there were some people on my Facebook thing that were just screaming from the top of their lungs that racism's over. There's no such thing. Black people shouldn't complain. Kanye West made it to the White House. So my point is, that's why I was joking, saying, you know, that, that the people look at our group and sometimes think that one guy represents everybody. Yeah. And, and it's just funny that I don't know how you break that, but, you know. <laughs> uh, well, you break it by breaking the narrative and showing each and every time that, you, you know, we are just as capable and just as not capable as others. Yeah. Like we're no different, right? <laughs> I mean, like, so. it's also, you're right. You're right. We're, we're no different. And that's why to me, the Jay-Z thing is fascinating because it just shows another, another um, more evidence to that. Right. You've got a billionaire guy who's doing things his way versus, you know, Kaepernick who wasn't a billionaire who was doing things his way. Right. And he was the worker. He wants to be the owner and you know, they're not going to always agree. But 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 the but the Kaepernick did say he wants to be a donor now, which is interesting. But it seems like more of the HNIC competition. But go ahead. Yeah, I'm just saying that we're not a monolith, and for um, you know, 
it, it, it's very evident now more so than it has been in our country's history. I guess that's so that should be taken as a positive. I agree. Well, well, but there is a commonality, though. I don't, you, you shouldn't overshoot that because there's a commonality that comes in the fact that if any of us, you know, meaning, you know, African-American, you know, like gets pulled over at night, you know, by a cop and nobody's around, Jay-Z is going to be worried just as much as I am. Yep. Yep. And yep. so. And so, but that's, and that's where that, that obligation or that mindset where there's some obligation that comes from and is that there is a common struggle, you know, that we're subjected to. Um, that's not to say that we are monolithic, you know, again, there, 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 yep. it's to our benefit that there are black people that see things differently or that have come from different places and so forth. But what I'm saying is, is that you got to let that breathe though. Like that's part of progress is that everybody's not going to be coming from the exact same mindset, yeah. the exact same position. And that if somebody's trying to, it, again, if Jay-Z is sincere and going to try to try to bring attention, bring awareness, then he's actually doing it from an advantageous position. And so, yeah, we should be all that we should be all for that. Like, yeah, you know, take yep. an advantageous position and put these issues front and center and do it in a way, again, where somebody else can't say, oh, well, Jay-Z is just doing this for this reason. And then right. you don't have a microphone where you can refute it. Like Jay-Z's sure. had the microphone, so he can say, no, no, no. Well, I, I'll, 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 I'll just say this as we close. You know, Jay-Z, you're right. There is that common link and still obligation because... Jay-Z talked about in his song, I got 99 problems, but you know what's not what's not one. Uh, oh, you were cursing earlier, man. I was, I was, I was. I'm not going to use that cuss <laughs> word. So <laughs> at least not in that context. Uh, you know, but it's 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 it was one time where he was pulled over by police and he had some. Yeah, he, his, his trunk was hot, but the police got called away. But for that one moment, does he ever become Jay-Z? We don't know. He might not have had the opportunity to spend five, ten years in jail. That's it. And there's a lot of other potential Jay-Z's that have the potential. Just as I say, we're just as we're just as capable as not and not as capable. But we just want to make sure that the that the playing field is all the way equal. And we're still a long ways from doing that. Even though we have more billionaires than we used to, we still have wide, wide breaths of inequality. And, lots and, and more lots so, I mean, more so, we got to keep fighting for that. That's we like do. The playing field is not equal, so we have to keep pushing. We have to keep disrupting, and you know, and showing up. You know, like anytime you talk, you know, I'm always like, you got to show up to vote. You know, things like that. But also, you know, just pay attention. And if you get the opportunity to make change from the outside or from a, a disadvantageous position, then do it. If you get a, a chance to make change or, or or do things from an advantageous position, do that. You know, like it doesn't have to all be. We're not all coming from the bottom. Nope. You know, so, you know, from wherever you are, try to make things better. Yep. Stay woke if you want to stay free. Keep disrupting. Keep disrupting common narratives and constructs. I'm Rob Richardson. I'm James Keys. I'm Tunde Rolano. And we'll see you next time.